coming to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Last Professionals and for Last Professionals. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Today we're doing another baby cast, guys. So we're really excited. I have Tustin here in the studio. Welcome to the show. Thank you, babe. <laughs> yeah, thank you, babe. Hey, so today we have a good topic. Actually, it's one that I see people commonly talking about online and it sounds like a real empowering topic where they're saying fire your client now they're always like you should fire a client you see it in instagram pages where there's people posting how to fire a client or the reasons why you should fire a client or i see facebook groups and someone's like complaining like oh this client they late well let's talk about it why do they want to fire them why do they want to fire them there's a long list and there's probably i probably this is not complete but we'll at least go through some of the reasons why we should fire First, you should fire a client because they're always late. Yeah, always late, maybe always have an excuse. It's like, think about whatever pisses you off and a certain client's and name they always or walk face. in with Starbucks. You know, it's like, wait, I, I'm so sorry I'm late. And like, wow, you had enough time to go get Starbucks though, I see. The typical stuff. So yes, always late, no shows. Yeah, no shows or confirming the appointment and then not showing up or not even confirming or, yeah, not paying attention to any of the confirmations. Clients' um, lashes aren't clean. That's a good one. I mean, we dirty heard our, lashes, our staff fire complain them. about it. Yeah, fire them. they got dirty lashes. They don't care about their lashes. You know, it was one that always bothered me was never being happy. Always complaining. Even in a passive way. I mean, not angry at all. But, you know, they just didn't last. You know, and you're like, Being oh passive, gosh. right? The whole time. You're yeah. just like, holy moly. They always, there's other ones who always want freebies. They always want something from you. They're always like, well, I'm going on this special thing. And then they come back a week later, like, I'm about to leave tomorrow and I want to get my lashes done, you know, but without or paying no, for it, right? Usually it's like, oh, something's not quite right in my outer corner. Can you just, it just takes a second to, you know, and then can you just put a little bit more on? I'm going away. Or like, you'll do a little extra, a little brow wax or something like that. Yeah. And then they won't tip you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's a freebie. Clients who are difficult. All right. You, I mean, everyone probably has a laundry list of difficult clients from ones who talk all the time, ones who won't. Keep moving Once all the time. Trying to exercise during their <laughs> yeah. We had one lady that would literally like want to do leg splits. Like put her legs in the air and, and shake, move them around, and do all this crazy <laughs> stuff because she had restless legs, I guess, and could not just sit still. But so she'd have to keep moving all the time. Or they'll be talking to somebody on the or completely doing business the entire time and moving. All these things that are challenges for us and make it really hard to do our job. Politics, too. Another one's like, well, I don't like her because she's this or she believes in that, Oh, she right? comes in and she's just starting to spout off stuff that sounds vile, you know, or... Yeah, whatever um, side you're on, you know, it's or the maybe opposite she, of what you like. We had a couple of people that were really big into, like, direct marketing and they were trying to get everybody to, oh, yeah, to buy yeah. their products. We had a policy, finally, because that happened, like, probably every few months. Someone come in, oh, my gosh, I got a whole... Let me just... Products that for you. will change your life. And we said we just don't buy a multi-level marketing. Yep. Sorry. Don't. Love you. Love you as a client. And that's what we're going to keep it as. We're not going to become your client now. Yeah. You may think that you have to because you want to support your clients and you're afraid that if you're not going to listen to them about it, that they're, they're not going to come and see you anymore. But you do not have to. You do not have to buy. We just made a policy, which that way if the staff heard someone start pitching them, they say, oh, I'm sorry. Or they would say, I'm sorry. Oh, just, you know, we have a policy. We don't buy MLM products from anyone. It's just a standard policy. I, I'm sure what you have is awesome, but we just don't do that. Just We already have our vendors. We have our products that we like to sell. But thank you so much for your offer or your interest. And, you know, we try to be nice about it. We're never nasty about it. But by having that policy in place really made it easy so our staff 
laughed and have to sit there and him and haw and come up with like, oh, I'm so sorry. I really like you or be afraid they might lose them or something like that. You just be st- up front. So those are some of the reasons. And I'm sure there's more. We just did a quick rundown. And here's the thing, guys. We're not real big fans of firing. Yes, we did fire. And we'll go into why we fired and how we fired. Really, here's the idea, guys. Just enforce your rules or your standards or your how you run your slime. Just enforce your guidelines or your principles. Your policies. Policies. You know what? Your clients will fire themselves. It just happens magically. It really does. So let's go through each one. Let's just think about always late. Okay. Now, what does a client do when they're always late? They first they apologize. They're always not always, but they usually are sweet about it. But usually, what they're expecting from you. It's the same service when they yeah. walk up. They they expect to look in the mirror after the service and be like, yeah, she did it, my mm-hmm. girl. You know, sorry, sorry, babe. I really made you have to like struggle this time. Yeah. But you did it. Yeah. So they expect somehow for you to pull magic out. They're a half hour late for an hour and a half appointment. And somehow they think you can still do the same magic in an hour. Or they expect that you will just tag on 30 minutes at the end because you know what? You've always done that. You've done that in the past, right? Or especially if you're new, right? you don't have a lot of clients. And you're just trying to impress everyone. You're just like, I will give them whatever they need just to make them happy. But, of course, that is not going to help in the long run. We did that, and I used to do that. And I would say, I can help you and add on if I don't have anybody right after you. And then it became like, you know, even if I have somebody right after you, come back another day, and I'll do some more. And what I realized is it made me resentful, and it it didn't really change the behaviors any. Yeah. So we took a completely different approach and began to change. The only thing that you have to worry about when somebody comes in late is making sure that the eyes look somewhat even because that is our job, right? So if you have 20 minutes, you spend 10 on each eye. And I'm not joking. Sometimes you will only have 20 minutes, maybe, you know, 15 minutes to finish the service. And what you're going to do while you're doing this is thinking exactly what you're going to say. But at the end, you're going to be like, this is all the time that we had. Mm -hmm to do the lashes today. And if they want to buy more time, great. They can buy it. And if they, if you don't have the time, then you just say, that's all we got for now. And you can come back and buy more time. Mm-hmm. You can schedule more time. Yeah, you can schedule more say time. schedule more time. Yeah, schedule more time. And now you're enforcing your policy. You're saying, you know what? You pay for an hour and a half. You get an hour and a half. Because if you know us, we've talked about this. We'll probably do this again. We probably should just talk again. But the idea is you charge by time, guys. That's really what you do. When you charge by time, everything is monetized. Every minute of your day is monetized. So the idea is if they're there for an hour and a half and that time's up, it's like the meter goes off and they have to get out of the bed and they have to go check out. And if you want more time, that's fine. If you can give it to them, great. Charge them another 30 bucks for the extra 30 minutes. Awesome. You know, you'll be happy because you just made some more money. The client will be happy because their lashes are good or the client won't be happy. And guess what? If they do that a couple of times, one of two things will happen. They'll correct themselves. They'll start coming in on time because they hate paying for extra time or hate getting less lashes. Or they'll just go, this sucks. She used to give me lots of freebies. You know what? I'm done. I'm just going to move on. Now, it's the same thing for when they come in with really dirty, crusty lashes or tons of makeup and waterproof. We all know that sometimes that stuff can be so difficult to get out. And it can take, at times, like 40 minutes, 30 minutes to fully get it all out. You know, you put that remover on and it just still keeps bleeding off. And instead of getting mad, 
what you're doing is you're saying this to yourself, this is coming out of their lash time. Yeah. This is coming out of their lash time. And the only thing that you have to do to make sure is that you put on enough lashes on evenly on both sides. So you, that's the only challenge with that. You have to make sure that you are doing a little bit of both on each side. And by the way, we don't do this. I see this all the time. Someone says, if they're 10 minutes late, I just cancel their appointment. Nope. We don't even do that. I've had people an hour, hour late for an hour and a half appointment. And we and the, we they come. I'm like, sure, we'll take you for 30 minutes. I'm still charging you, by the way, for the full hour and a half. And the client's, well, well, I'm only getting 30. I understand. I'm so sorry. Or I don't even say that. I apologize. No, I always say, I say I'm sorry. Unfortunately, you ran behind. You weren't able to get here at the scheduled time. I don't have any extra time afterwards. And my staff still, we still pay our staff whether you show up or not. So the idea is you can pay for that time now and get something. Or you can pay for the cancellation fee. Or just fee, pay the cancellation the fee and then schedule another appointment at another time. Yeah, when you put those choices out there, most people are like, well, I'll come right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll still get something. And then usually they'll come in, they'll By be By the way, like, we didn't give them the option of the cancellation fee. We didn't do that. If they were already late and hadn't canceled, no. The cancellation fee is if they, like an hour before, we say if you canceled 24 hours ahead of time, no charge. If you canceled within 24 hours, it was 50% charge. If you canceled like after your appointment had started, that was considered a no show. And so we would still say, I'm sorry, I'm going to charge you for the full time. So basically, in this case, when they're always late, they would still get charged for that time. And more times than not, they would just come in, even if it was like half the appointment or a quarter of the appointment, they'd get some lashes, and then they would schedule another appointment. Or if we had openings or after, we'd just keep them longer, and we'd charge them for the bigger time. By the way, we did have grace, though. We always gave clients one pass, usually a year. And this is for clients, regular clients. Clients who came irregularly, we didn't. But clients that we knew that we had, I mean, Tussie's had clients for 14 years. So, I mean, if that client has is late or no-shows, once and we always track it we put in the notes was late or no showed on this date so that i can track it because when it happens again let's say you know know, when you've been in business like as long as we have things happen more than once and we go in the history like wow she was late in 2016 once no big deal i mean it's 2021 i'm not gonna sweat it that she was late this time i'll just let her know by the way we normally charge if you no showed or if you late canceled but in this case we're gonna give you a pass we understand life is difficult but the next time, I always tell them, the next time this happens, we will have to charge you. And they're always like, oh, thank you so much. And know what? More, if they're the right client and you've weeded out the bad ones, they won't do that again. Now, if you have a salon, don't make this a policy that you t- talk to people about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is because you don't want the front desk saying, oh, we always give people yeah. one pass. Because <laughs> we did that at one time, too. And it was like, everyone's like, I know I have one pass. Yeah. I know I'm... No, we stopped doing that. We stopped saying that out loud. Yeah, that was an in-house policy that we only said when the rules were being broken. And we then came off gracious and kind and benevolent as opposed to being petty and spiteful. You know, So always late, no shows. We kind of talked about that with no-shows, again, just enforce your no-show policy or have it. By the way, these policies have to be known. Like when you – when would you do – when would you let someone know these? During the consult, right? Yeah, absolutely. When they first walk in before you've ever laid hands on them and you talk about this. Now, they are going to tell you that they've never been told. You know, there's a place to put that down in the consult when they initial yeah. it. but They don't read it. They don't yeah. read it. Even when they're checking out for the first time, we go over all the policies. But you just keep that smile on your face and you just say, you know, I understand you're frustrated. This is a policy. What would you like me to do for you? Yeah. And we put it also in – usually it's in our email, that confirmation. 
We have it on our website, and we often, at least for the no-show and cancellation, when we book it the first time, we mention it verbally, and then we reinforce it when they check in. So we over-communicate this idea so that when they basically say, I never heard this, now we'll just say, I'm sorry you haven't, but actually when we booked you, I mentioned it. It's also in the email we sent to you. It's on our website, and we, when you first came in, we actually had you initial the, a statement. I Maybe you don't remember that, but we really tried our best to communicate that to you. Now, that being said, even after the client is really upset, we might just go ahead and say, in this case, I'm going to let this pass. It just can't happen again. If it happens again, I'm going to have to charge you Yeah, because we are in the people pleasing business as a service, a luxury service. And what you're trying to do at that moment when she's really upset is you're trying to head off a bad review. I mean, you can kind of, you can kind of get a sense about it, but if, if this is somebody who is not laying down and is going to take the ship down with them, do what's in your best interest, right? I mean, yeah. is it really in your best interest to get into a knockdown, drag down fight? No. Put your boundary out there and do what's right for you. If she throws a fit the next time, you know, you have, you're completely within your right to be like, we have to part ways here. I mean, usually the enforcement of the rules is what's going to push them out. You don't even have to say, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to come in anymore. I don't want to see you. That is usually not the way it goes. I, I can't remember once actually firing a client for those reasons. We have ours, and we'll share them in a second, but generally we just got a little bit more militant about enforcing the rules, and by enforcing the rules, the client would just dismiss themselves because you weren't a pushover anymore. And if you do it in a ver- uh, a strong but very understanding way, yeah. the client has nowhere to get mad anymore. Because they know it's their fault. They know it's their fault. And you're putting all the responsibility on them. We were really big on that. We really believe... Make sure the client understands they're responsible for their appointment. So, for instance, in their place, lashes aren't clean. I see this all the time. Oh, my gosh, their lashes aren't clean. If they have come in with dirty lashes, I'm firing that client. It's like, oh, my gosh, you don't need to fire a client when the lashes aren't clean. How did we handle that, Tuss? Just clean the lashes. disgusting. The time that you took comes out of their lash time. Exactly. So it means that they don't get as full of lashes, but it is our job. So if it takes you a half hour to clean the lashes, take a half hour to clean the lashes – you can let the client know what you did often. Is you would take a picture, I would take right? Pictures of that nasty crust because they can't see it, they can't visualize it, they don't understand. You take a picture before, and then you take a picture afterwards. And at, at the end of the appointment, you say, "Hey, Kathy, I'm really sorry," or whatever your name is. This is what your lash line looked like when you came in. I know we've talked about it before, but it's really embedded in there. Those crusts in there. So it took me 30 minutes to remove them. This is what your lash line should look like. Once it is clean, unfortunately, that did come out of our last time. Yeah. So they're not as full as you, you are accustomed to. They look okay right now, but they're not going to last that long. So they're, they'll only last like a week or something. Yeah, we'll say, so you'll need to schedule their appointment in two weeks. Or they'll say, well, can't you do it now? I said, I don't have the time right now, but I, I'm more than glad either one of our team members, if they have, we'll see if we have an opening, or we'll just have you come back in tomorrow or t- later today and we'll schedule, we'll schedule that, it. Meaning that it's on you. Yeah. So then they begin to realize, oh, it's really important to clean my lashes. Exactly. I mean, we have some, one, I remember there's some that Tustin's had, even now. Just never they will. Just never, never clean will. Their lashes. So, and they've had this conversation, it. and yeah. I just clean the lashes. It's and they understand part of the job. It's a shorter appointment for them because you have to spend so much time cleaning. Or what we've done, we have an hour and a half and two hour fills. They just take the two hour fill, knowing that they need more time. Right? It's like, well, we'll just do a two hour fill on you every time, and Tustin will spend thirty minutes cleaning. Now, I know some of you out there are like, well, that sucks. I hate cleaning. But you know what, guys? That's part of your job. It you is know? part of the. I remember in the break room one day, one gal in one breath. 
she was complaining about dirty lashes, which we all can relate, relate to. to yeah. And we were all laughing. She had us in stitches. And then the next thing, she had a dentist appointment that day and she was eating some food. And somebody's like, hey, don't you have to go to the dentist? And she's like, yeah. And they're like, aren't you going to brush your teeth? And she's like, no, that's their job. They got to clean my teeth. I'm not, I'm you know, not going to brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah. And I turned to her and I said, sweetheart. What do you think that dirty lashes are? I mean, it, that's part of your job then too, right? Yeah. And she just kind of shut up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the idea that a cl- like, can you imagine a dentist? You come in and go, "It's obvious you haven't been cleaning your teeth. I am going to fire you." Guess what? You get cavities, and then they get to fillings. So the dentist is like, "That's fine. I get paid either way. I can get paid clean your teeth, or I can get paid filling your teeth." Don't you remember having braces, and the the orthodontist is like, "You can't have popcorn. You can't have gum." And we all chew gum, and we I broke didn't. our bands. Well, and not me. And I was a good kid. Oh, goodness. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyhow, what is the orthodontist going to be do? Yeah. You're fired. Yeah. I'm not going to see you anymore. Never going no. to tweak your braces. The kid again. is the one that had the consequences because you just had to have braces long. You, yeah. you didn't get the movement um, of the of the orthodontia because you broke the band. The so. consequences are the teacher. That's really when it comes down to it. Other things, clients who want freebies, you just stop giving freebies. Don't give them the extra appointment times. Don't have them come back if they want to touch up here and there. Just We actually had a, a policy that if the first seven days, if you weren't happy, you can come back for a touch up. And this was something that most clients never used it because it's a pain in the butt to have to come back in seven days. But, but some we, of them did. we had one or two that would take always call within five days. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. And so after a while, after doing this, we tracked it. This is my job as a manager. I would make this call. Well, why don't you tell us what you said? I would call and say, hey, whatever your name is, it seems like for pretty much – now, for usually after it was after they did it twice. So if they did the third time, I'd call back and say, you know, I know we have this policy. It's here to take care of, and we really want to make sure you're happy. But it's not meant to be a free fill. And it feels like at this point now that three times in a row you've called us and said you weren't happy and you want to come back in and you want another touch-up. And unfortunately, I'm not going to get, be able to give that to you. And it's because – this is not meant to be a free fill. This is really meant when we mess up. If you walk out the lashes and you're like, oh, I love them. Okay, then it's not our mistake. But let's just say we, we made some bad bonds and some lashes fell out early or something like that really prematurely. Or then that's our bad. And then we will fix that. So it's really about something when we've made an egregious error or mistake that needs to be fixed. And then she might say, though, to you, yeah, but I just like them when they're, they're fuller like that. And you would say, well, I think that perhaps you prefer a look that requires more time, time. in your yep. scheduling. Yep. So why don't we increase your appointments yeah. to either more time or you come in sooner? So more often. Come in instead of four weeks, maybe come in every three weeks. And instead of doing an hour and a half, do a two-hour appointment. Or we have a couple where it's like, no, you need two and a half hours. You love so much you know, lashes. And if they were okay paying for it, we would charge them and go for it. But we never just gave away freebies. Difficult clients, I get there's clients that are all shapes and sizes we don't like too bad just live with it difficult clients are difficult that's part of our job but the one thing that would always stick in my craw was somebody who would who would be so friendly and so sweet but you know what they would say you know what it just wasn't full enough it just didn't last long and i would take that personally and i would be like gosh darn it i'm gonna give them the best lashes ever they're gonna there's nothing that they they're gonna be able to say that i you know i didn't do and then sure enough the next time they do it so i began to track it and one time i said listen it was at the end of the day i said i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna make it so that it's absolutely right for you. You tell me, and I want it to last the way you want it to. And I ended up doing like a three-hour appointment on her. And she's like, you know, when she came back in, 
This and we true. only paid that time. We only charged her, I think, for an hour and a half. That's true. And yeah. she she was somebody who actually went six weeks, and she came back in after six weeks, and she's like, you know what? That was really great. That lasted. I said, great. I said, you know what? That's a three hour appointment. I'm going to recommend that you come back in for your three hour appointment. She's like, oh no, no, it was fine because she didn't want to pay for it. She, she, she pay just knew for every how to work me. But once I figured it out, once I put that boundary out there, she didn't complain after that because she knew you want that. You're going to have to pay for three hours. I'm not going to give that away anymore. But you might have to do that just to figure it out. Don't be afraid to, you have great customer service, give it to them, but then realize, okay, it takes two hours to make so-and-so happy. That's what you're going to have to pay for. But you have to get there. And like you said here, you had grace the first time. We're going to do a long appointment. So you you can be kind and generous, but then you enforce the rule and say, well, from now on, we just need three hours. And so that's the new boundary. That's the new policy or the new standard. And it's up to the client. Leave it to them. And she stopped complaining and she started doing her one hour and a half every six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and just live with it and realize, man, the last week or two, she pretty much, most of the lashes fell out. So that was life. And she was okay with it because she did not want to pay more. So that's it, guys. That's really how we approach all those things. Now, just so you know, the downside to firing, and this is really serious, guys, because really when you're building your reputation of your company, you do not mess with this. This is how we became a five-star salon on Yelp, and we were the highest rated because we were so good at getting good reviews. And that is you don't want to get bad reviews. And by firing clients, you're just encouraging people to fight back. Because when you're being aggressive, like instead of just enforcing your policy, you decide to send an email or text or somebody that say you're fired because you're difficult and you don't wash your lashes or you're always late. You're going on the – you're being aggressive. Now And you're really almost like insulting them. And people, when they don't feel like they have any options, they're going to fight back. And often they do it through a Google review or Yelp review, which does not help your business. And you don't really have any way to fight back and say it was wrong. I mean, it's going to look bad on you if they write the bad review and you're like, well, you're always late. That's why I fired you. People are going to read that in your Yelp review. They're going to be your like, your lashes are dirty. You're dirty. You're <laughs> a dirty person. Like, I don't want you in my salon. People will not find that attractive. No, that's bad marketing for you. You're going to lose potential new clients if you start getting into fights like that online. So that's not a good way to go. You don't want to piss off your client. You just want to make them fire themselves. So the truth is, enforce your own rules, and 99% of the time, they will leave. Now, let me share why we did fire. We did fire clients. And just as a side note, as a way to remind that we get to work with clients that we loved, we actually have a bottle of champagne in our refrigerator. Actually, I think right now we don't have one. We downsized when we closed the salon and we had it in there for a while, but I realized we need to get a little bottle of champagne. But we always had a bottle of champagne. We told our staff when we hired them and part of the onboarding process, we let them know that, by the way, we have a bottle of champagne saved for the staff as a promise to ourselves that we get to work with people that we like to work with and we enjoy. And like I said, when we enforce the rules, the ones that usually we didn't enjoy would leave. Or another way to get rid of clients you don't like is raising your prices. When you're fully booked and you're busy, that's a great time to raise your prices. And amazingly, most of the time, the clients you don't like will be the ones that leave. But we'll talk about that another time. So the champagne's in there as a reminder to us. And then once we fired a client, we would get the staff together and we'd say, hey guys, Mrs. Blah, blah, blah is no longer coming, going to be a client here. And we'd have the champagne glasses out. And, and here's a toast here's to a getting toast. to enjoy who we, we like to work with. And it was empowering. The staff felt good. There were a couple of firings that we had. Like literally, there was like a party atmosphere afterwards. <laughs> People felt so thankful that we let go of this person. But it wasn't for any of the reasons we just mentioned. All the stuff ahead about being late, no show, cleaning, aftercare, never happy, all those things, those weren't good reasons to fire clients. Here's why we would fire a client. First is 
if they insulted our staff in any way, I mean, attack their personhood. Yeah, exactly. If they demeaned their personhood in any way, you're dim-witted, you're this, you belong to this group, whatever. Yeah. That was it. We had one person who was divisive, who actually went around the different staff members and lied to team members saying, you know, blah, blah, blah said this about you, or this person said that about you. And she was intentionally trying to be Just divisive. stir up, stir up the problems. Because we all share clients. So she would bounce around. So we finally, I came to her and I said, you know what? I've been hearing stories. Do you do this? I just asked her, do you do this? And she's, and she, of course she's like, no, I don't do this. Well, unfortunately I've been hearing from multiple staff members that you've been saying things about other team members while you're in their presence, which is very painful and hurtful. And we do not support that. So one or two things I need you to apologize. Cause I remember the last instance, you need to go apologize to this one team member or unfortunately you're no longer welcome to come here. And she told me, I will never apologize. I flat out. I don't need to apologize. I did nothing wrong. I said, well, then I'm sorry to say, but we cannot book you again in our salon. And she was pissed off and she left, but you know what? Inside she knew she was wrong. So guess what? We didn't get a bad review. In fact, when we fire people for these reasons, we're always firing because they knew they had done something wrong. And it's hard to write a bad review when you've done something wrong. Now, when you say you're always late or I fire you because you don't clean lashes, you're kind of doing the wronging. Like you're really hurting them. So they feel more empowered or more reason to go out and fight back. And one of the things that they can say is that you weren't professional. And honestly, not cleaning, you know, firing somebody because they didn't clean their, their lashes, that's not being professional. No, that's not. That's just being petty. And now, so I'm sorry, guys. You know, you sign up for this job. There are fun things about the job and things you hate and we always just dealt with something you just deal with it just accept it another reason why is if they were demeaning to like a group of people basically say something totally inappropriate about how all these people are like this or blah 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 using a slur or something like that nope that was unacceptable. We had a very diverse staff and we believe in diversity and we want to support our staff. And if, so if someone was like that, we would step in and we'd say, and I remember one client I had to say, you know, you said this to it and I told her and she actually said she didn't. She says, I, oh no, no, actually this one I'm thinking about actually, said, I know, and that's okay. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. You don't <laughs> talk like that about people. That's not the way we refer to people in our salon. That's wrong. And I think she called us a bunch of days or, or uh, sissies or whatever it was. She gave yeah. us some more insults, which was like, I was like, well, I'm, I think this is a good time for us to part ways. Cause she said we were all like China dolls. That's right. She called us China, China dolls. dolls. Yes. Like another insult. I know. <laughs> so it's like, you know what? I think it's time for you to leave. I just don't think you're a good fit. And so that was good. And then the last one, the reason we would fire someone was we never did this. If you assaulted or hurt someone, like you attacked someone or if you stole, right? If you stole from us, like we had people steal from us. Usually when they stole from us, that was their plan last time with us. So we oh, never yeah. got to fire them. Like one lady one time stole like $800 worth of we stuff stole from us. She bought all this stuff. Yeah, that's and right. then she had put bogus it on a check. Yeah, a check. And she knew, you know, she'd closed the account, whatever. Yeah, it was a bogus check. And, and our staff, yeah, you know, but it happens. It's part of doing business. So that's why we fired clients. And we did it really, by the way, let me explain how we fired clients. And we'll wrap this one up. Our baby cast has grown into our regular cast. But that all said, way we fired clients was very simple. Um, I called them. You do not text and you do not DM. Or email or any of that. Because really, again, it's unprofessional. 
We hate confrontation. We hate getting people's faces, but this is important, guys. You need to take the high road. You need to do this right. And when someone has violated your company, and the way I say, I really feel like those are the reasons why you fire someone. They, they stole, they've been violent, they insulted, or something like that, or demeaning. Then you can let them go. Any other reasons are not a good Let reason. me explain. When you DM and when you text, it leaves the door open for them to turn it around and get mad at you. Yep. They can post it too. Yes. So if you talk to them in person, the challenge about talking with a person is it takes a lot of courage and you really have to stick to your guns and be level-headed, which is a challenge sometimes for us. Yeah. But people are less likely to completely go off the handle when you're actually talking to someone. When you're hiding behind a screen, it's easier to yeah. do that. So it actually protects your business yeah. a little bit more from things escalating so badly when you're actually talking to them. People are less civil when you don't see a face and you have no communication or can't hear intonation of a voice. And they also will misread everything you say. So even if you're trying to say it, the nicest way possible, most yeah. likely they're going to see they're you gonna, as yelling or yeah, shouting at them. screaming, shouting. And they're going to be, react that way. So the best way is to call them. Don't leave a message too. Just Don't say, hey. leave a message telling, detailing the, the, <laughs> the complaint. No. Just say, hey, this is Paul from Latin Terry Lash. I need to talk to you. When you have a moment, please give me a call back at this number. And so when they call you back, or you can do it at the end of the appointment. If it's like, we, I've had this where at the end of the appointment, someone texts me, hey, blah, 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 just at this. Oh my gosh. And then I would meet with them afterwards. I'd take them out to a private space. So it wasn't public. The client. Say, We're the about client. The I say, I hear that this happened. Can you explain what's going on? And then they would explain. I say, no, unfortunately, that's not appropriate. And I'm going to ask you either the one to apologize right now. And if it was something they could apologize for, or unfortunately, we're no longer going to take you as a client. And more times than not, Actually, when I would, not always, but when I would call some people out, they would apologize. Some did. Some would say, you know what? You're right. I was just upset. I was angry. I'll go back and apologize. And then a lot of times they would just say, well, then fine. I don't want to come back here anyways. I don't like you guys. I'm like, that's okay with me. We don't like clients who do things like what you do. So you don't have to like me. That's all right. And I really felt like that protected our name because, again, we were being professional. We were being respectful. And we talked to them. And we showed our care. We weren't being mean. And I also would never fire someone when you're pissed off or in the heat of the moment. Like you're, you're in the room and the client does something then and they made you angry. Let that time go. Let them check them out. Let them leave. Calm down. And then maybe a day later, two days later, write out your thoughts, have a planned script so you know what you're going to say, so you don't get derailed by what they're going to say, and just say it to them kindly but forcibly, and just be professional. That's always a goal. If you are a professional, it's so hard for them to get mad at you and for them to hate you and because you took the high road. You were respectful. You were kind, even if you were enforcing your policy. And I just want to encourage everyone as we wrap up here is just I know it feels empowering to go online, tell people, fire that person for those dirty lashes, fire that person for being late that's not a good reason of course you can do it do you know us we live do whatever you want guys this is not a moral issue even firing is not a moral thing but i don't think it's the best practice for most companies i think it's better to just enforce your boundaries let them fire themselves 99 percent of the time i felt like they fired themselves when we start enforcing policies clients just dismiss themselves and the cool thing side effect is that you grow in your professionalism and your ability to handle anything that comes to the door you get thicker skin right isn't it nice when you become stronger it's and more competent it's empowering to be able to take the high road it's empowering to be able to say you know what i'm not gonna let you destroy my day 
I am not you. I am a separate person, and I'm not going to let you destroy my day. I have my policies. I enforce my policies. If you can't deal with it, you will, I bet, leave on your own. I think that's the way to run a business. That's more empowering than just flipping off everyone <laughs> and going, you fired. fired. You fired. fired. Um, so that's not the way we want to do things. Instead, we want to take the high road and be professional. So thanks, guys, so much. Hopefully you found that um, useful. And if not, or if you did, please reach out to us. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. You can DM us. You can email us. Let us know your thoughts. Or if you have some insights, something maybe we missed, you can always come back to us and share that. And next time we will upgrade and do another podcast and maybe include some of your thoughts. Thank you for hanging out with us today. I want you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at The Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And remember, guys, we are doing a giveaway every month now. At the end of February, we're going to be giving away a $100 gift card for someone who takes writes a review for us. And you just need to write, do a screenshot. Write that review screenshot on iTunes. And then send it to me at paul at lashcastpodcast.com. And then we will pick one winner and you will get a $100 gift card. On behalf of my lash baby, Tessie, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. Remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Lash Cast.